Good morning, good afternoon. How you doing out there today? This is David Robert for the Adult Fitness Podcast. I hope everyone is having a wonderful and amazing start to your fall. Just want you to know that before we get started, you can find the Adult Fitness Podcast, and I mean not only on Google Play and iTunes, but everywhere you get your podcasts. And um, yeah, from Stitcher, Podbean, we're there. Not only are we rocking, but we are rolling. And um, if I'm sounding a little bit tired, uh, hopefully I'm not. So, (laughs) um, excuse me, just getting over a bit of a cold today. And that's kind of uh, one of the things I wanted to talk to you today about. So... We all, um, within the fitness industry, whether you work out, you train people, you work at a gym, you are a professional athlete, semi-pro, weekend warrior, you love the mud runs, or you're just getting ready for bulking season uh, here in the fall, uh, every now and again, we get hit with something that could knock us out. Um, For me, it was last Sunday. I started to feel a little bit draggy, a little bit worn out, a little bit tired. But to be completely honest, this had been going on for the last probably year, maybe two years solid of me just staying up late, going to bed at a late time, sporadic eating. I mean, it, it happened to all of us, right? The pandemic hit us. And rather than take the time to really... Um, kind of reconnect and, and get back into it, many of us reverted back to our bad habits that we had prior to the pandemic. I don't know if anybody remembers, there was this feeling that we would not only stop with the crazy drinking and the smoking and gambling and the bad, the bad habits that were causing us stress and anxiety and worry and fear and doubt, and we would just put our are all into getting healthy again. And I got to tell you, I meant to do that. (laughs) But with two kids and a relationship and a a house and money woes and blah, 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 and family issues and just trying to maintain your own health, a lot of that, your health just goes to the wayside sometimes. And we forget to prioritize sleep and a proper diet, stress reduction, you know, removal of social media. And so, yeah, it caught up to me. And I I didn't get COVID, thankfully, but I got knocked down to the point where Saturday, and thankfully, you know, my wife was able to be at home with with the kids there. And, but it was rough. And I didn't leave bed. I didn't leave my bed all of basically all a Sunday night, Monday, and heading into Tuesday. And then the rest of the family gets sick as well, and so you're fighting off this bug or this virus. And I mean, going back to school, the start of the fall, everybody's back into a regular routine. Vacation time is kind of over. People are getting back into the hospital, I'm sorry, back into their offices. And this is the first fall that we've had since 2019. Um, where we have no restrictions. And the fact of the matter is we have flu season, we have cold season, right? 
Uh, and then we also have the fact that COVID is still with us. And so, you know, you get hit with the aches and the shakes and just the feeling of overwhelm. And, but what I'm here to talk about is that was the culmination to a lot of bad decisions. And despite my, and again, I'm, I'm not like drinking and smoking and getting crazy and all that other stuff. But sometimes we forget to prioritize first and foremost sleep. And so I just want to talk about, and diet and, and some things. So I just want to talk about three things that kind of led me to what I believe was a burnout slash my body telling me to pay attention, stupid, right? Because the next time it could, could be worse. And you know, I'm, I'm not all the way back right now. I'm, I'm just kind of on the bike, kind of um, trying to loosen up my back. But I thought I would drop this this episode because I think it's something that we all need to kind of hear. And so a little bit of a prerequisite background, if you would. Back in 2019, uh, wife and I found out we were going to have our second child. And so from that point up until now, it's been, you know, kind of adjusting and really, um, I wouldn't say adjusting, but kind of tag teaming and working with the fact that now there's, you know, another, another person that needs care, love, companionship, compassion, grace, mercy, all of those things on top of everything else that you, you already have. And so, you know, people, a lot of people were handling what they could in 2019. And I mean, we didn't have rampant inflation. We didn't have a, you know, an economy that's, you know, in the, in the tubes right now, as they would say. Um, but what was taking place was people were getting by, you know, and then COVID hits and so many businesses and so many things went to the wayside. And what a lot of us did is we picked up these habits of doom scrolling, of just looking online and seeing what was going on because not a lot of us knew we were trying to get information from the medical community, from our are the WHO from world from various health organizations around the world. And some of them were, you know, just as clueless as anybody else was out there. Some of them were just spouting rhetoric just to make sure that people kept working. And some were just looking to save their ass so they could get elected for the next year. And so it was really hard to, so that was a level of stress right there. And, and your sleep went went bye-bye because you were too worried to sleep you know you were you were trying to if, if you were seen as an essential worker then what happened was you were forced to get out there and you know you were like okay I guess I just gotta do the best I can and I remember hearing stories of doctors and nurses staying in apartments I had a, a really close friend that you know she she was working out of town and she would she shared with me how she was very afraid of bringing anything back to her family you know, I was the same way working at the gym. My wife is a teacher, you know, is a teacher and, and you get this feeling of what's going to happen. You know, we don't know where this thing is. The symptoms can kind of be hidden because at least with a cold, you can see people sweating and sneezing and all that. But for this, it was like, well, it could be some people don't even know they had it and they spread it to other people. Right. And, and so your sleep went bye-bye. And so you weren't getting your recommended seven to eight hours. You were lucky if you were getting five or four. And so that continued with me anyways from about 2019, heading into 2020, then 21 and 22. 
And sleep, when you, when you really categorize it, is probably the one thing that everybody, I mean, it's one of the many things that everybody does and needs, but when you ignore it and when you give in to other things and you try to maintain this idea that I'm going to stay up and try to keep in touch with what's going on, you're just hurting yourself. The bottom line is, and you know, my dad will tell me this all the time, there's always more work, right? There's always another book to read. There's always another YouTube video to watch. There's always another movie. There's always another something else. But if you're not taking care of your health, specifically getting enough sleep, and when I talk about sleep, I mean you have a routine, right? If you're, but if you're not getting enough sleep, you know, you're dead in the water out here, you know? And you look at kids in particular when you're putting them to bed, getting them ready for sleep. They have a routine and sleep experts will talk about this and state that, hey, you do need to have uh, a way to get your body to calm down. You know, it's not a good idea to just finish a movie, a two and a half hour action packed movie, brush your teeth, then go to bed. Your brain is still processing everything. You've just watched this, this uh, thing. The same could be with social media access or reading a, a, ver- a riveting book, you know, or having some spicy food or whatever. You've got to program your body to say, okay, this is our process. So it could be an hour before bed or ni- an hour and a half before bed, you start to wind down. So you like, you turn off everything in the kitchen, living room, all the lights, all the blue lights are off. So like all the screens and stuff or an hour before at least, let's say, right? So let's say your bedtime's 10. You're like, okay, cool. So the last show I watched was at nine, nine something, or let's even say your bedtime's 11. Let's say it's 11. You like watching, you know, whatever. Okay. It goes up until 10, 10, 15. Cool. You're calming down. You've turned off most of the lights. You got some dimmers on. You might take a shower, right? You might take a shower, um, brush your teeth, get your pajamas on. Some people like to read in bed. I've never been a big reader in, in bed. Um, but if, if it's something relaxing, you know, something calming, something soothing that gets you kind of in the state that, okay, now it's time for sleep. Awesome. And for some people that could be a hot bath or a warm cup of tea or, you know, uh, what, whatever it might be. Um, you might put on some ambient music on. Um, I know in the winter time, there's a lot of people that will utilize what is known as um, the UV lights because there's not a lot in the, in, in the summer, in the winter. And so that could be something that helps people get away from uh, seasonal. Um, oh, it's called SAD. I forget the acronym. There's an acronym for it, but basically it's for when you get depressed during the winter. But if you can get a a routine down, then your body knows, okay, I'm ready for, ready to go, you know, and then it's easier to now drift off into sleep. And one of the the crazy things that I've found um, that you want to do is also make sure that the space you're sleeping in, if you can help it, right, is one of, there's no tech and there's no animals. Like, I mean, yeah, it might be a little bit messy, can't be perfect, right? (laughs) But if you can keep those two things out of your space, well, I don't care if they're on or off, just get them out, right? And I know some people like to sleep, um, co-sleep with their kids. You know, I have no 
Um, I have no uh, discussion on that point, but I know that the, the more distractions you can get out of your room, out of your bedroom, and the more that you can designate that space for sex or sleep, your mind is going to go into that space knowing, okay, this is where we go to, we go to sleep. This is where we go to rest. It's like in the gym, um, that argument, that time honored argument about, Hey, is it better to work out at home or better to work out at the gym? Well, you know, once you leave your house and get your stuff, you're going to work out, right? Versus in your house, right? In my, in my space, I got down here, I've got my little office area off to the right. I got the gym area, but then I got the laundry over here and I got the cat litter just down a little bit over here and we got all the store, you know? So it's like, it's cool to have a space that's just for one thing. And once your brain recognizes that it can be like, Oh, okay, cool. You know? Um, so that's the first thing, you know, I've implemented now that, um, before I train, I need seven and a half to eight hours of sleep in a 24 hour period. Um, and I'm kind of fortunate, blessed in that way because the kids are a little bit older now, so they're sleeping throughout the night. But for the first couple of years, that was very difficult. So, you know, some people might have distractions that you might live under a, under a train track somewhere, or you might live in a noisy part of town, uh, but do the best you can, right? Um, do the best you can to, to make sure you get as much sleep as humanly possible, right? And I think the one thing that was really hurting me over the last couple of years was this idea of FOMO, right? Which was the fear of missing out. And man, like if I go to sleep now, it's nine o'clock, uh, you know, I feel like an old man, blah, blah, blah. All this stuff's happening out there. I want to be a part of it. The reality is nobody cares what you're watching on TV. You know, gone are the days where you would have to rush home to watch a show because it wouldn't be on later. Now I do that with um, Antiques Roadshow on PBS because it's kind of fun, you know, and I really enjoy it. But that's one day out of the week. So even if it's one day out of the week, you're like, okay, you're up till like 11. All right, fine. You know, you got to live a little, but you know, nine times out of 10, make sure you're getting minimum of seven to eight to nine hours of sleep. Whatever, whatever you find is, is optimal for you to perform at your best, get it in. And again, the, the idea that you need to worry about, Oh, I got to watch this. I got to watch that. Those like, because of the internet, those shows aren't going anywhere right? Because of the internet right now and streaming services, if you can afford it, or just physical media, there's no shortage of media and video and audio that you could listen to, right? To entertain you. So you're not like you're missing out on anything. And nine times out of 10, a lot of the stuff that you're trying to follow is gossip anyways, right? So my idea is pick a, like pick a series or a book or whatever that you can listen to. And, um, that's your, that's your thing that you're going to commit to. So you're not jumping all over the place. So for me, it's stranger things right now. And, uh, the Amazon prime series, um, rings of power. And then I have about two books that I'm going through right now. And two com like two or three comic book titles, and then your Bible or, and whatever else. And yeah. And, and that's what you're kind of committing to. So you're not worried about, Oh my gosh, I'm going to miss this. If I don't 
blah, blah. You know, it's like, unless it's being actually kicked off the streaming service that you follow, you'll be able to find it. I don't, if it's Amazon, if it's online, if it's, somebody's going to have it somewhere and you'll be able to pay to watch it. So yeah, maintain that sleep. The second was my diet. And that's always been something I willingly struggled with and was unwilling to do anything about because it's hard and it's work. Because the food tastes good and I want to eat it. But nutrition is the other flip side of that coin for fitness that if you don't fuel your body with the proper foods, and and again, you don't want to think you have to spend the most amount of money you know you can live um, if you're able to afford it and get you know and then you have that access to you know fresh or fresher vegetables um, or dried goods out there um, and very little meat and very little dairy depending on your dietary issues you can eat a nutrition a nutritionally rich diet you know and not have it cost you a lot of money. And I'm going to do another episode on just how to kind of, um, how to maintain a healthy diet during like crazy inflation and everything else and show you how you can break it down to where, you know, when I was living on my own, I was able to get by on a hundred bucks for a cup for a week and a bit. And I, you know, and, and there's ways you can get, you know, for a family of four, nutritional value, and it, it may not be the flashiest, but you definitely won't starve, and it, you, you know, you might enjoy it, so I have that podcast coming soon, but when it comes to your, your diet, that has to be dialed in, and this is where you kind of have to put on your big boy pants, or big girl pants, and say, there's, th- this is the thing that I was running from for the last X amount of years, and your diet is... I'm going to come out and say it like it is without it. Don't even work out. Like if you aren't willing to eat a diet where you are optimizing your, your health and it's for, you know, you're, you're looking at performance and, and fueling your body and making sure that you're giving it what it needs. Don't touch the weights. Don't walk into the gym. Don't lift anything. Cancel your gym membership because it's a waste of time. I think without even talking about what you're putting inside your body, how much water you're drinking, you know, are you cutting back on your sodium, on your sugar, on your grease, on your, on your, uh, on any, making sure you're reducing all cholesterol. Are you getting rid of all the fats as much as you possibly can replace them with healthy fats? Like I don't, yeah, it's, it's to, it's to the point, like if you're not going to, zero in on the diet. And that could mean getting a, uh, a dietitian, legitimate, like getting somebody and saying, okay, look, I don't know how to eat. You know, I have eating habits of a 12 year old <laughs> from when I was, you know, in high school or college or when I played varsity or whatever. And I, I just need to sit down and, and you can sit down with a dietitian or go online or whatever, but just sit down and take an evaluation and say, okay, what am I eating? What am I snacking on? What am I stopping to pick up from work or to work? You know, how's that, you know, what's my calorie, my caloric intake? 
You know, ask yourself, am I pre-diabetes? Am I pre, you know, am I eating too much red meat? Too, too little red meat? Am I, should I be a vegan? Like, sit there and like really have that discussion. And in a lot of places, you can book a dietitian. It might cost you a little bit if you don't have coverage. Um, but look into that to talk to your medical provider and, you know, or see if there's anybody you can talk to online, but just anything, um, even if it costs you a little bit of money, just to have a consultation to sit and say, okay, look, I don't know how to eat and I need some instruction and commit to it. And, and again, put on your big boy pants and just ask yourself, like, look, if I keep eating like this, where am I going to end up in 10, 15 years? Am I going to go to the doctor and him, he or she telling me, hey, guess what? You got diabetes or you got whatever, you know? And again, it, it's not pretty, but I got to tell you, there's no, there's no shortcut. There is no, there's no quick fix. There's no 10 day juice cleanse. There's no gimmick. It's just, it's, it's literally you asking yourself, okay, what, what is the goal with my diet? This is what I need to eat. This is what I can afford. This is what I'm going to prepare throughout the day. And this is what I'm going to put into my system. And this is what's going to help me to get to my healthier weight or my healthier lifestyle. You know what I mean? And again, like there's no way around it. There's no dipping and dodging it. It's you got to take it full onto the chest and, and again, make it, make it a little bit enjoyable. It doesn't have to be this drudgery. You can, you know, have a cheat day where you're like, okay, Hey, this is my diet is you know, my, I got my water and my shake in the morning and then my oatmeal and no sugar, whatever, you know, like some raisins, maybe and some almonds, but say on the Sunday I, I get, I can have two or three muffins, but you can make them healthy. Like you could find recipes for something that's, you know, a little bit on the sweeter side, but Hey, maybe use agave syrup instead of maple syrup. Right. Or, or if you're like, Oh man, I really love meat, but I've had to cut it out. So maybe I could get some, some stuff that tastes like it or, or tofu, like just a, a different way to mix it up. But until you're ready to have that hard conversation, I mean, and it's tough, don't get me wrong to look yourself in the mirror and say, I got to change. And if I'm, I'm not willing to fuel my body and to give it the proper sleep and re- then yeah, you're going to see no benefit in the gym. And so, yeah, I had about a two year run of you know, I'd eat really well and then I'd fall off a little bit Then I'd eat a little really well then I'd fall off and my sleep was sporadic because of the, you know, having a baby and then, well, I didn't have the baby, right? But, just, you know, but, and all the, the stuff you took on from the internet. And I think the third thing I want to touch on, which is something that I think is, is, is newer to a lot of people out there, but it's starting to show itself in our politics, in our social divisions in our communities, with family, it's it's the stress that we're receiving from social media, i.e. the internet, computers, um, that culture that wants us to live at a, at a pace that's just, it's just not feasible. For the human body to try to compete with the amount of information that's coming at you, if you're blessed to have access to reliable internet and cable and all this other stuff, between movies and radio, television, uh, magazines, newspapers, TV, 24-hour this, the internet, TikTok, so, um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, LinkedIn. 
you can find yourself gorging yourself on the most ridiculous stuff on on earth and i, I just want to reiterate state that there's a lot of really good positive things that i've heard and, and garnered from the internet when it comes to um, finance and, and diet and all this other stuff that I'm looking up now to help me with my, my diet and sleep and all this other stuff. But there's some other stuff that just has no business in your brain whatsoever. And I remember it was Timothy Ferris who said that we have in our lives a certain level of bandwidth when it comes to what we can do in a day. So you have a certain amount of time to sleep and then eat and then exercise and then um, your work if you know and then time with family and loved ones and then there's a you know a minute amount of time you might have for a hobby it could be painting or chess um it could be you love podcasting you know it could be reading or collecting hunting for comic books and or s statues or whatever but there's only so much energy and time i.e bandwidth that you have to like commit to these things and the more time you're taking filling it up with gossip, with, um, you know, the FOMO, um, all that sort of stuff, it, it eats away at your time. And so my commitment to myself is I will still, you know, post things online when it comes to the podcast or whatever. But as far as I'm concerned, I will spend probably no more than five or ten minutes now, there's a few communities I'm a part of on Facebook, and I'm getting a lot of joy out of that, those. There's the fitness, the home gym fitness community, and there's the toy collecting stuff. And you, know, you look and see, oh, who got what, and what's going on, and it, it actually brings me a lot of enjoyment because these are like-minded people that I'm looking at, seeing, oh my gosh, they're doing this, and you know, you wanna share what, you, it, it's not about bragging, it's about, oh, Hey, I'm, I'm working out and I got this, this, and this, and this is how I'm getting it done. And, you know, and so that, that's really helpful. So if you can find the, the alternate to the, the stress and the comparison, you know, of the internet is to find communities online and it could be cooking, it could be um, renovations, it could be tech, whatever, but whatever you're doing, make sure that you're, you're actively a part of that community. And what I mean by that is don't try to join a community that you wish you could be a part of but you you're not living it so uh with the fit with the home gym fitness community you know I've, I've been looking for a space to train people over the last year and trying to raise funds for that and but i've got a biz, a basement gym right and it's like oh my gosh this is really i really enjoy it and da 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 and so when I reach, when i look at what other people are doing i'm not jealous because i've got everything i need in fact if i'm going to be honest i have actually probably more than i could ever need and my only probably desire is to have a bit more space if i had like a three-car garage or something you know and i could that's where i'd put my my gym you know but what i have now you know i share with in the basement and you know um other people's stuff is down here you know because it's not just me you know and so i'm not the only one down here but the idea is how can you replace the stress on the online community with something that you want to be a part of like do you really need to follow the channels and the 
accounts of people that are just yelling at other people? Like, do you really need to follow the, the Ben Shapiro types and the, those sort of people who are just spreading dis, you know, just spreading division? Do you need to be a part of um, comments online that are racist or full of bigotry or hatred or transphobia or, or denying climate change and all this other stuff? Why not join a, a community that you can share things with, you know, about what's going on, about cooking or, or race cars or, you know, stuff that has nothing to do with politics or religion or, or anything like that? You know, like-minded people, right? And if and if you could if you could find that, that could help to replace a lot of that stress. You know, bring bring some joy in there, right? So, I think what I learned from this is that you cannot cheat the the, the game, right? You you gotta you when you watch a boxer or a bodybuilder or a Olympian get ready for their competition. They step onto the the you know onto the into the blocks before the starter's gun goes off, or you know they start posing, or the boxing match sounds. Everything that that man or woman has done to prepare is 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 on display there. So, did they did their coach make sure that they peaked at the right time? Was their was their nutrition on point? Was their recovery on point? Were their injuries minimized? Like you know, and it'll just all hang out. And I think with me, what happened was you just, you cannot, and look, this is with a lot of people out there. If you follow quote unquote burnout or just, you know, burning the candle at both ends or whatever, if you don't accept what you're trying to do and you don't wholeheartedly commit and you're all in, you're not going to be able to go to bed at a reasonable hour, wake up at a reasonable hour well-rested, ready to go. If you're worried about Caitlyn Jenner or the latest gossip rag and what's going on there, you're not going to, you're not going to be willing to eat the the proper meals at the proper time to make sure that you, you have enough fuel ready to go for tomorrow or the next, the next workout. You know, it's just not going to happen. And we don't, the the grind that can't get can't be cheated. You can't cheat and take shortcuts and think, well, I'll just get a little bit of sleep and I'll be ready to go. Right? This idea that you can eat whatever you want, sleep whenever you want, and train and get ripped and jacked and continue to, you know, tear down your body and have nothing to build it back up. It it it's impossible. Like I don't and again you can buy into all of the lies you want, but at the end of the day, the chickens come home to roost, you know, the old saying, and, and the, yeah, the bill's got it, the bill comes due, right? As Mordor said in uh, Doctor Strange, you know? And it does, and I mean, I literally for a full week have been a walking zombie, you know, and, you know, to see your kids, um get sick as well and everything else and I mean like I said we've got a flu season coming COVID season is still in full effect and there's no restrictions out there right everybody is just for thinks it doesn't exist anymore so my advice to every anybody listening especially myself you know, is to t- 
take extra care of getting enough sleep and to prioritize that above your workouts, your diet, and then your exercise and your training, right? And, 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 and then there's also the extra stuff. So there's making sure that your immune system is strong. So, you know, you're making sure you're getting enough water. You're, you're, you're going that extra mile to make sure that, you know, if you got to wear a mask, you got to wear a mask. You've taken your, you've gotten vaccinated if that's your belief system or whatever, or you're, you're making sure you're seeing your doctor, you know, every six months, you know, getting your blood test, which I actually have to go and do myself, right? But just making sure that you are on top of what you can be so that you can be the best, best you can. Cause trust me, when, when you get sick or when you get hurt or injured, that could be six to eight weeks, you know, depending on how severe it is. And that's time you've lost to, to get healthier, you know? Because I mean, the bottom line is we're, we're, all we're trying to do here is what I remember hearing from Scrubs. I think it was season one or two, where everything from the health industry is, to, is a stall, right? We're all, one in one of us don't make it out of this earth alive, right? So what you're trying to do is just stretch the game out as long as humanly possible. And if that means deadlifting will mean that you can continue to lift up your kids well into your 80s, um, your grandkids, great-grandkids, knock yourself out. Money well spent. If, if you're PRing with your bench means that you can, you know, roll around with your kids or be a better lover for your wife or husband or awesome. If it means you gave, gave out, stopped with the red meat and gave up the white sugar, which means, hey, you don't have to worry about diabetes, more power to you, right? But that's what we're trying to do. And with this channel, um, with this podcast, it's trying to live, not trying, but living that life to the best of we can so that when we're out of the gym, we can live life. You know, my motto is you train, you sleep, you eat, you do whatever you can. So then you can actually enjoy this life you have and be, be strong enough to fight off, you know, illnesses and, 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 and have enough and also do enough to prevent you know, do the best you can to prevent illness and stuff like that. So, yeah, hopefully this is something, man, that just helps people. And um, sometimes we need that wake-up call. You know, sometimes we need to be, to have our, our clock rung a little bit and say, hey, you know what? You can't, you can't just, you cannot treat yourself uh, in a manner that is not gonna, gonna benefit you. So hopefully this is something that, you know, will resonate with you again. Um, Be good to yourself and to take care of yourself out there. Uh, Make sure that you are, you know, eating your veggies and getting your sleep. But I think more importantly that we are being honest with ourselves and how we're treating ourselves and making sure that we're not in any way trying to... um, cheat cheat the system right but uh yeah until next time i want to thank you for listening i want you guys to keep fit and have fun out there take care